Life Audio. Hello, thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, the podcast that examines one verse each day to learn more about God and His will for us. I'm your host, Carol McCracken. And after this short word from our sponsor, we'll continue our Lenten series following Jesus as He takes His journey to the cross. Join us as we follow Jesus doing what he was born to do to save us all. Is life feeling chaotic? I get it. I'm Rachel Wojo, host of the Untangling Life podcast. Don't miss the passionate encouragement and faith-based resources you need to help you clear your head and calm your heart. As Shell says, it feels like Rachel always knows what I need to hear. She keeps it real and is so humble. Her podcast is just the cherry on top. Enjoy Untangling Life with Rachel Wojo on lifeaudio.com or your favorite podcast app now. The Historical Jesus Podcast is the sweeping saga of the life and times of Galilean Jesus of Nazareth as well as the faith, religion, and church founded to honor and disseminate his acts and teachings. Join me, Mark Vinette, on this fascinating journey through time, exploring the many great works of Christian theology, literature, architecture, music, and art inspired by the words and deeds of Jesus Christ. Today's Bible verse is Mark fourteen twenty four. This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many, he said to them. How do you celebrate communion if you do? We have many traditions on this side of the cross. My friend Kathy Lambert took a Catholic first communion in a pretty new dress as a young girl when I lived in Metairie, Louisiana. At my Uncle Jack's funeral in the Episcopal Church, we all took communion. Growing up, Missouri Synod Lutheran, I took two years of confirmation to ensure I knew what I was doing before taking my first communion. I began my education in Wilmington, Delaware, and finished after we moved to Tucker, Georgia. My friends and I were in white robes, and the congregation verbally examined us to make sure we were ready. I was so nervous. I had a new pimple on my nose. It set off my full load of braces and rubber bands, attaching my upper and lower jaws and pulling in my protruding overbite. It was finally time that I was pronounced ready to take communion. The pastor gave me my first wafer, the body of Christ. Yet neither one of us considered my rubber bands. As he tried to place my wafer on my tongue, he encountered the rubber bands and the wafer tried to go flying. Trying to respect the body of Christ, the poor pastor wanted to catch it and inadvertently smacked me in the face. It was good catch and I got my first communion, but due to the obvious circumstances, I will always remember it. And that is one thing in an adolescent girl's mind to remember. But we remember this communion meal for much deeper reasons. Yesterday, Joy talked about Jesus' disciples preparing what's called the Last Supper. This was a Passover meal. The significance of this meal was to retell the story of the Exodus from Egypt. 
It was also called a Seder meal and is still celebrated today. It's done in a particular order, which takes us from slavery to freedom. The Jewish people were led out of slavery in Egypt under Pharaoh to freedom. It includes reading, drinking four cups of wine, telling stories, eating certain foods, and singing. In that upper room, Jesus gave the Passover meal a new meaning. He instituted the Lord's Supper, and the bread and wine represented Jesus' body and blood that would soon be sacrificed for our sins. This was Jesus' last supper with his disciples. Jesus transformed the Passover meal of the Old Covenant into the Lord's Supper of the New Covenant, creating a memorial feast to remember God's deliverance from sin. Under the Old Covenant, God's chosen people, the Israelites, were under the religious law. The whole point of the law was that God was teaching his people what sin was. The law was made up of animal sacrifices. The Old Testament teaches that blood is life. The religious system required a sacrifice to cover the sin. Only this was something that had to be repeated. The blood only covered the sin. Repeat forgiveness was needed. God was teaching a holy life. His people were to be set apart and to represent the Almighty God to all people. The problem was that no one could keep the law. If you broke a part of it, even a teeny part, you broke the whole law. Oh, people tried to keep the law. A group called the Pharisees promoted themselves as the keepers of the law and burdened people with extra laws. And this is not at all what God intended. God sent his son Jesus into the world to save us from the consequences of our sins. No longer would our sins need to be covered because Jesus would be the ultimate sacrifice. He paid the penalty for our sins. What is that penalty? The penalty is death. And when Jesus hung on that cross, died, and was buried, he conquered death. When he sacrificed himself, our sin was permanently forgiven. We no longer need a repeat covering of our sin. Once and for all, our sin was forgiven. And that's why Jesus gave us the Lord's Supper. We do this in remembrance of him. We take in Jesus' body and blood the very things he gave as a sacrifice for us so that even now we have eternal life. Our physical bodies may die, but just as Jesus rose from the dead, so will we. We observe this on Ash Wednesday, the first day of Lent. The ash represents our mortality. But we remember that Easter comes, the resurrection. Jesus poured out his blood for all who will believe in him. The Last Supper is often remembered and reenacted in Christian worship, especially during the Lenten season. Lent is a period of reflection, repentance, and preparation leading up to Easter, commemorating the resurrection of Christ. The Last Supper, emphasizing sacrifice, forgiveness, and the establishment of a new covenant is a crucial part of this journey, reminding Christians of the profound significance of Jesus' sacrifice and the hope of redemption through his resurrection. During Lent, Christians may participate in the communion or Eucharist, that's the Greek word for the Lord's Supper, 
to connect with the themes of the Last Supper and anticipate Easter's joy. We do this in remembrance of Him, Jesus Christ. Let's pray. Dear Lord in heaven, thank you for what you did for us. This lesson in teaching today is a huge theological lesson that you taught all throughout the Old Testament. We lived under the law at that time, but now, because of what Jesus Christ did, we are under a new covenant. Jesus fulfilled the law, and a lot of times that feels like a lot of church talk. But Jesus, the bottom line, Jesus is the one that was the ultimate sacrifice for our sins. And because of what he did, we have eternal life. Lord, I ask that anybody who wants further information on this, reach out. This is something that is a major part of a Christian's life. And if you don't understand it exactly, the Lord provides. In your very precious and holy name, Amen. Your Daily Bible Verse is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review this podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. In survey, parents reported that 52% of homeschooled children need learning accommodations. These parents need practical advice, encouragement, and hope to fuel their homeschooling efforts. The Empowering Homeschool Conversations podcast is where parents gain wisdom on how to teach unique learners successfully at home, like Laura, who recently told us, I needed this episode. I don't need a fancy curriculum or need to be a special ed teacher to teach my son. You have given me hope. To listen now, go to Life Audio or search Empowering Homeschool Conversations on your favorite podcast app.